0: Now, we all approach the Bible and verses in the Bible with an attitude, a state of mind, a mood. Do you realize that? um, It's not only an issue of faith, it's also, well, that faith affects our mood. But without that faith, there is an attitude that may lead you to resist what you're reading. And here's one of the verses that might do just that. The carnal mind is enmity against God, for it is not subject to the law of God, nor indeed can be. Well, this is Colin Cook and how it happens. We'll explore this idea in a minute. Thank you for joining me today. You're listening to the good news of the gospel as described in the book of Romans. And uh, we go through this book each year uh, or so and explore how the go- what the gospel is and how our faith Trusts and believes. So I invite you to uh, tune in every Monday through Friday, 10 o'clock in the evening, repeated at 4 in the morning on KLTT AM 670 in the Denver and Colorado and surrounding states. So we're exploring Romans chapter 8, this chapter that speaks of life in the kingdom of grace as freedom from the power of death and the judgment of death. We're no longer under that burden of death—not simply death at the end of life, but death in all the things that go on in our lives, all the little mini deaths in a, in a in a in any given day. We are released from that because the essence of the life of Jesus is flowing through all the events that we go through. But then, but this verse sort of. Th- maybe throws a curveball, do you think? Verse 7 of chapter 8, because the carnal mind is enmity against God, for it is not subject to the law of God, nor indeed can be. Well, what is your mood? What is your attitude when you read that? You see, if you come from a non-faith point of view, if you come from a legalistic or perfectionist point of view, you'll think that might say something like this. God is really sick to death of you. He is mad at you. He's steaming all day. And uh, your carnal um, nature is at enmity with him. And he just, well, he just hates you. Now, you may not say that in so many words, but you may be feeling that, you see. It may well be something of a hidden attitude that makes it very, very difficult to receive verses like this or to understand them. But what does it really mean? Well, remember what Jesus said. He said, if you, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, don't you think the Holy Spirit will give to those who ask him? Now, that's very interesting that Jesus could say that we were evil and yet still speak lovingly towards us. And that's important to understand. What this verse is saying is not, God hates you. What this verse is saying is not, um you are totally unacceptable to god what god what this verse is saying is a matter of fact thing that human nature is at war with god paul himself as you remember said flesh and blood shall not enter the kingdom of heaven why is it simply because it dies and is subject to death more than that flesh and blood is out of harmony with God. Flesh and blood, there is a figure of speech, meaning the natural, the human nature in which we live. It is out of harmony with God. So you see, we need to understand that if we want to live within the kingdom of grace where we are not subject to the judgment of death or the power of death. So once we understand it, then we say, Ah, I get it. Okay. I live in faith precisely because my human nature does not live in faith. My human nature is at war with God. See, my human nature has a sort of secret attitude towards God. I never mention it to him, or perhaps I do once I have faith to talk about the things of my human nature. But human nature really says, God, I hate you. God, you're always in my face. God, you always seem to ask from me what I can't give. God, you want things that I don't want. And so we are very suspicious of God. And we naturally think that he won't give us the best, that he will um, give us hard things, difficult things, and on it goes. It's a, a, a regular thing. Now, we need to recognize that about ourselves, and that's what enables us then to exercise faith. My faith must say to me, my human nature is not subject to the law of God. My human nature does not find the law of God pleasing. My human nature is at enmity, at war with God. But then, you see, comes this beautiful thing. Just go back to Romans 5, verse 10. When we were enemies, that is, our human nature at enmity with God, when we were enemies, we were reconciled to God through the death of His Son. Now, just think of that. When I was an enemy, when my human nature was at enmity with God. God reconciled myself, me, to Himself. He came in the person of His Son, Jesus Christ. He said, I'm going to take all the enmity that you have, and all your warlike nature against me, and all your sins and guilt, and I am going to suffer for them and die for them in your place, and take the, your judgment upon myself, so that. You can be reconciled to my heart, even while you're an enemy. Now, that's the nature of faith. It is an astonishing thing. We, therefore, are able to say, Lord God, today I am so sick and tired of everything that went on. I'm so irritated by that guy at work. I am so frustrated by all this travel I have to do to get home, and then I'm exhausted when I get home. I am so troubled and bothered by my children who don't seem to cooperate and help out. And on we go. And dear God, why don't you come through for me? You can talk all about that to God, and then you can say, and Father, I thank you that this enmity and irritation I feel towards you does not separate me from you because I am reconciled to your heart through your son jesus christ now you say now you see once faith kicks in like that then the carnal nature that is human nature is irrelevant human nature does not have the power to separate us from god anymore as faith operates based upon the truth that jesus christ is our reconciliation he has taken our enmity we are reconciled to god even while we are enemies. Putting it another way, this means that the power of death, which is what my human nature is possessed by, the power of sin and death, is now is now no longer in power, in control. It is the spirit of life in Christ Jesus that is now predominant. It is the spirit of life that now rules, the spirit of life in Christ Jesus that now rules. And this is how I then reassign, not reassign, reinterpret my day. I am able to say, Father, those frustrations I just talked to you about? Well, I now see that the life of Jesus penetrates every one of those frustrations and brings faith out of it, the training of my faith, brings new life out of it, brings joy, where I didn't know joy before. So then, you see, when you see a verse like verse 8, the following verse, the next verse, so then those who are in the flesh cannot please God, that's not saying God just doesn't like you, God hates you, God is at war with you, God despises you. It's none of that at all. What that is simply saying is that human nature cannot please God, nor can it please you. So don't live in it. You don't have to live in it in a certain sense. Of course, of course we live in it. We can't escape it until we die. But it is not counted against us. It is not treated as if it were ours. We please God now because we are in, by faith, Christ. We are in Jesus, in the beloved Son. What God said to Jesus, you are my beloved Son in whom I am well pleased, he says to every believing child of God, you are my Son, you are my daughter in whom I am well pleased. And so we go throughout our day, we experience all the frustrations, There's a sort of faith smile in our heart that says, Lord, I thank you that in spite of all this, nothing of this is against me and nothing of this can separate me from you because Jesus Christ is now my righteousness. The power of these many, many, many deaths is overcome. Life is permeating everything that I'm going through and I praise you. You see, then, this makes sense of those verses that I often refer to about praise. First, Thessalonians 5.20 and, uh, what is it, Ephesians 5.18, or it may be the other way around. Anyway, jumped, uh, lumped together, those verses say, Give thanks every day in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Now that doesn't make sense, does it, if you're just looking at the carnal, fallen world which is at enmity with him? But when you know when you know that the life of Jesus Christ, the resurrection of Christ, has overcome the kingdom of Adam of sin and death, and now reigns in you and around you and surrounds you then you see that life is permeating all these mini-deaths of yours, and that is the basis for praise. That is why you can lift up your heart and say, Thank you, dear God. Now, I've said this a thousand times, and I'll say it again. This does not come naturally. Faith is not in harmony with human nature. So, at first, with your troubles, you might get irritated and, oh, you know, and curse or something. But then you lift up your heart. No, Father, that's not the true me. That's my human nature speaking, which is now counted as dead in the cross of Jesus Christ. I can therefore thank you for the trouble that I'm going through, as painful as it might be, because this trouble is drawing me to you, and this trouble will see results that are blessings instead of curses, and this trouble is training my faith. You see how it works? This is life in the kingdom of grace. Don't think in these terms as simply ideas that have no interaction with reality. They reinterpret reality for you. They bring you into the presence of God because God is in this world getting his hands dirty while helping you and me to break through To the kingdom of God by faith. Thanks for listening today. This is a broadcast, as you know, that is, what shall I say, uh, uh, listener supported. You know, some people actually think that I work for KLTT and they pay me. No, no, that's not the way it works. I rent space from KLTT. What kind of space? Not office space airspace. I rent 15 minutes a day from KLTT to be able to broadcast. Well, that costs me $39 per 15 minutes, which is about $200 per week, Monday through Friday. And that's about 850 to $900 per month. So if you'd like to make a donation, send it to P.O. Box 366 Littleton, Colorado eight o one sixty. That's FaithQuest, P.O. Box 366, Littleton, Colorado, 80160, or make your donation online at faithquestradio.com. Thanks, I'll see you next time. Cheerio and God bless.